0: Well hello there everybody and welcome to the NI Golf Podcast. It's uh, Graham McDowell here, aka GMac, and I'm standing in for Morrison Paul today. Well, I just want to say how great it is to be home and I was really uh, excited to come down here and talk to you guys and, you know, share a few golf secrets and, you know, maybe make your life sweeter in some sort of way. Um, You know, it seems crazy to me to be able to contact you guys over the internet, and um, I have to say, outside of cardigans, the internet is probably one of my most favorite inventions. Um, you know, speaking of inventions, uh, you probably saw me plug my own invention last year which is the G-Mac G-String which is the world's first ever piece of male sports lingerie and I'm proud to say that it's now in all major golf stores worldwide and we have them in pretty much every color and every fabric including snakeskin and then most sizes from large to triple XL, which is my size. But enough about me, um, I guess we've got to talk about golf, right? And uh, with that I want to introduce my first guest He's a fellow major winner and we go over live over the phone to uh, Pudrick Harrington who's on tour right now. Pudrick, how you getting on? Are you there?
1: I I am. Thanks for having us on the show, Graham. I'm um, I'm doing good. I'm you know, I'm not taking the game as seriously as I used to. Um you know, I, there, there was a time I would have been out kind of measuring the grass that sort of thing, but I'm I'm just a lot more relaxed now. I'm I'm taking it you know step by step um but you know just enjoying my golf you know being able to go out there have a laugh with whoever's on tour and i i think that it's working for me you know i'm i'm definitely my game is evolving i'm plugging away and i, I think the w is going to come you know uh, sooner or later but just why to have you on the phone there um i i've been wearing that g-string for the last couple of weeks and it's a little bit uncomfortable, if I'm being honest with you. Um, I was out playing Thursday week ago, and I had to come in after nine holes. The thing had, like, was halfway up my back. It was almost around my neck. That can't be right, is it?
0: No, actually, uh, Potterie, that's exactly the experience we're going for. I mean, it's a total game-changer. And uh, you know what they say, uh, no pain, no gain. And... You know, I think you really know you're wearing something when something is round your neck. So, um, but listen, one of the bonus features about the G-Mac G-String is that, you know, if you turn it inside out, you can also use it as a handkerchief.
1: A handkerchief? Okay. Well, I mean, I bought the snakeskin one, so I... it might be a bit rough on the nose, but... I could go for the dove feather one instead and see how that goes. Listen, Graham. my tea time has actually been moved up, so I'm, I'm not going to be able to hang around and chat, but I know you asked me to subtly segue to asking you about how your restaurant is going, but I just don't know how to do that. So, uh, how is the restaurant going?
0: Oh, gee, thanks, Potterig. Uh Yeah, it's a really great way to wrap up the show, actually. Um, so, my restaurant, Known the Blue, is doing really great at the moment. Uh, yeah, listen, it's fun seven days a week. Uh, but I want to give something back to you listeners and uh you know i've just got a special offer for you guys okay if you get down to nona blue and have a party of eight or more people and have a three course breakfast i'll throw in a free poached egg for every single person in that party so there you go this little gift from me to you
1: graham isn't, isn't the restaurant in florida
0: small details porrick okay guys listen gonna wrap up the show here today thanks to my guest and thanks to you the listeners until next time, bye. The
2: MI Golf Podcast with Paul Kelly and Maurice J. And our thanks to our stand in presenters to kick off the program this week. That is uh, Graham McDowell and Padraig Harrington. Very kind of them. Everybody wants to be in the
3: podcast, Morris.
2: Everyone wants to be, everyone's listening, everyone wants to be in the podcast. Who knew there were such natural broadcasters
3: as well? Well, I have to be honest with you, Graham is flogging flogging that underwear. He board. was. His underwear,
2: his restaurant, you know. It's all about the business.
3: It is all about the
2: business. So it is uh, the NI Golf Podcast. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you may be listening to the podcast episode... 44. 44. And on the podcast this evening, Mr Kelly? We'd be
3: chatting to Sunshine Tour Rookie of the Year, Neil O'Brien. We look ahead to the Masters with top tipster Donald Hughes. What are the odds? With the usual roundup of all the professional
2: and amateur news. Uh, and we have another Golf Now team time voucher. Winner to reveal after our competition last week. The NI Golf Podcast, sponsored by Andrew Morris Golf. Have your swing analysed on Trackman for a custom club fitting by our leading team of
3: professionals. Mr. Kelly, on with the pro news please. Uh, John Ram has confirmed that he will defend his Irish Open title at Ballyliffin in July, which is great news obviously. Uh, The Spanish star treated the Irish fans to an unforgettable performance last year at Port Stewart. Remember, we were there. It was brilliant. It was wasn't amazing, it amazing? He carded a remarkable final round sixty five, and that included a whole outing on the fourth followed by a closing streak of four successive birdies as well as another eagle I suppose it's not unusual for defending champions to come back to defend their title no, but at but least he's made it clear
2: absolutely at this stage, early stage he's made it clear mm-hmm. and on the form that he's shown it'll be amazing to have him back could be brilliant. it could be brilliant who
3: knows he could be a wean master <laughs> uh,
2: speaking of the Dubai Duty Free Irish Open it's 99 days until it happens hosted by the Rory Foundation tickets are on sale at europeantour.com forward slash tickets and begin at 20 euros for the Pro-Am Wednesday with tickets for Thursday and Friday costing 32 euros and day tickets for the weekend costing 34 euros each an adult season souvenir ticket, which covers five days of world-class golf from the Wednesday to the Sunday, costs just €110. Euros. And they also released the grandstand tickets there this week. 18th Green have also been released. They start at €10 Euros for Thursday, Friday and Saturday, while fans can secure their seat for Sunday's final day action for €15. Euros. Sure, why would you not? Why
3: wouldn't you? Bubba Watson won a second tournament of the year at WGC Dell Play with a thrashing 6-7. and 7-6, seven. Seven and, six. Seven and six, yeah. 7-6. Sixth win over Kevin Kissner. My bub already has two Masters titles to his name, and he looks in the sort of form to mount a serious challenge at Augusta. and He spoke to the PGA Tour after his latest win.
2: Oh, wee blubber. He was having a wee blubber as he well. He always does. He, he always can't ha- help himself. Having a wee blubber. You know, it's one of those things. I got off to a hot start, and I'm
4: just focused on golf. Um, obviously, hugging my mom just then. Um, she said I was good, but I said, without you, I'm, I'm nothing, you know. So, without my mom's upbringing, who knows what I'd be doing. So, um, you know, it's all credit to her, but, um, no, I just got off to a good start, and so I was so focused on golf, so focused on committing to the shots, and like I said just a second ago, about four or five shots for the week where I wasn't committed, uh, where I kind of blanked out, and so that's pretty good, over a hundred and something holes, whatever, how many holes we play. You've used that word focus a couple of times just now. You've told me over the years, sometimes you lose focus in this sport, and it's easy to do because it takes such concentration throughout a long PGA Tour season. So what got you to the point where you won in L.A. to end the West Coast Swing, and now here you are a winner again in the World Golf Championship event, and keeping that focus. Yeah, um, you know, um, physical strength, um, healthy um, is going to create the mind uh, to be healthy. I'm uh, going to have confidence in yourself, knowing that I can hit certain shots and do certain certain shots again. Uh, getting the strength back to hit the hard bomb or the big slice off the tee um, things like that and then making the putts Um, like I said I I got a new putter first week I used it was LA and um, they took two putters and milled it together, welded together whatever you want to call it and um, so I'm using this putter that's two putters in one but um, it's worked out perfectly and um,
2: the stroke looks good so it's been working out There's there's the secret, two putters in one, why would you not?
3: Only Bubba has two putters welded in (laughs) one Welded together (laughs) I, I tell you what. Maybe that's the way forward. He was playing some stuff. You couldn't knock the way he played. shaping the ball all over the you place.
2: See, I, I, you see, know, whenever, the, whenever the Irish guys aren't on screen, uh-huh. I tend to lose interest very, mm-hmm. very quickly. There's there's probably one other person other than the Irish players I watch whenever he's on form, and that's Blubber. Uh, yeah. He's just so
3: exciting. He just, you know? he just shots, hits, shots. People think, oh, that's his. He's out of trouble. He's in trouble. Next thing you know, a big 40 yard slice onto the grid. And strangely enough, not even Tiger has
2: the draw for me. You yeah. know that's it's, it's, it's blubberly. it's just he's up out of his boots he's literally off the ground yeah he's swinging it out over trees and back and when he has the confidence when he's confidence is high no shot is out of bounds Yeah, so to speak I know. <laughs> do you know what I mean <clears throat> there was a shot he played down I can't remember what which hole it was now but it was like a it was like a two or three iron mm. off the uh, you know uh, just 270 yards into the green for him he needed to uh to draw it in a bit right and he just went for it yeah. it didn't really matter he was he was well, he was probably in the lead at the stage. Uh, didn't quite make it. Made the bunker, no problem. Difficult bunker shot into about eight feet. Held yeah, the putt.
3: Yeah. It was just so on form. He needs con- when he's he's as good a confidence player as you get when he's up. He's hard to beat Unruhable. when he's down, impossible to play.
2: <laughs> hard to listen to. <laughs> yeah, is right. Uh, Rory McIlroy didn't make it out of the group stages of the match play and hinted that playing six of the last seven events was possibly a bit too much. I mean, he was. He was like, "He yeah, had you know, out of gas." Running out of gas was right. Mm-hmm. But he heads to the Masters in the knowledge that his game is in good shape after that stunning win at Bay Hill. Wow! I can't
3: Wasn't believe it? we haven't done a podcast since then. It just happened to be the week after. Do you remember but, but, I made some strange comment about? Would you have guessed the Tiger's comeback was further ahead than Rory's and you called me all sorts of names? Well, you see. Shows you what I know. No you know more, more being fifth supper. Supper. Uh, just
2: in case you missed it, here's what Rory said after closing with a brilliant 64 uh, to win at
5: Bay Hill. Been a while. Um, oh, what a day. Uh, you know, it, it looked like it was going to be a bit of a shootout out there. I mean, it was a stack leaderboard going into today. You know, honestly, I thought if I shot 67, I would have had a good chance. Um, and that would have... You know, obviously that would have been nearly good enough. But um, you know, I just went out with the mindset today of being patient. Uh, you know, I was even par through five holes, uh, and four behind Henrik at that point. You know, I, I and I, you know, I hit it into the bunker off the tee on six. So I, I you know, I, I just really tried to stay patient out there. And after that, I just, I mean, I played a perfect round of golf. I gave myself birdie chances on basically every hole. Um, you know, just executed shots the way I the way I wanted to when I needed to uh and yeah i mean i you know 64 in those conditions out there with it being firm and fast you know to to get into the winner's circle again it it feels really good so um yeah really proud of myself how i've hung in there over the past sort of year with injuries and um you know taking a little bit of time off at the end of last year to to sort of get myself right coming into this year and um you know all that all that work hard work is um, has finally paid off I kept telling everyone even when I was missing cuts and finishing 60th it wasn't that far away so um, just a couple little tweaks here and there and um, you know it's, it's nice to be in this position again
2: couple of little tweaks not least of all Brad Faxon clearing his mind a bit
3: yeah stand up and hit the putts and stop getting so mechanical about it I'm going to be honest with you I was worried that Rory's ability to, to do you know that explosive 63, 64, 62 that he had been capable of I was worried that he got to the stage where he couldn't do that again
2: It kind of shows you how much confidence-based Rory is, and yeah. when he... A bit like many Yeah, a
3: bit like Bubba, yeah, because that's why
2: he's such an exciting player, like Bubba. That's yeah, that's, yeah. that's the whole point. So, it, it was interesting to see that, you know, he had a few words of facts, and mm-hmm. seemingly what was said was, you know, just get the ball in the hole, yeah. stop overthinking it. Exactly. Basically, that's what it seems to be, and, and you know, we did talk about it on previous podcasts, I think even the last time as well, just to say, you know, maybe Swash and Phil Kenyon's approach is... is, is Mm-hmm. A bit different in terms of the, you know, it's very sort of mechanics based and, you know, statistics based and all that kind of stuff. And I've been to swash Putton, so yeah. I kind of know what what way it goes. Uh-huh. Um, and maybe just needed freed up a wee bit, and yeah. you know, maybe just stop get, focusing on how to do it, just, just do it. Do it. Do it. You're, you're a natural talent, natural ability's huge. Just get it in the hole, you know. Mm. And and Rory kind of touched on that at the presser as well.
5: Freed up my head more than my stroke. It was more, you know, I was I was sort of felt like maybe overcomplicating things a bit and and thinking a little bit too much about it and and you know maybe a little bogged down by technical or mechanical thoughts so um just being a little bit more you know you know you look at so many different you know you look at so many guys out here there's so many different ways to get the ball in the hole i mean even going back to the likes of a you know billy mayfair or someone that you know very unorthodox but still got it done so um you know, the objective is to get that ball in the hole and that's it. And uh, I think I lost sight of that a little bit. You know, I, you know, that's, you know, that sounds silly, I guess, but uh, just reminding myself that it doesn't matter how you do it as long as that thing goes in. and, And that's sort of the mindset I had this week. And that thing went
2: in to
3: the tune of two and a half strokes
2: better than the field.
3: Uh, yeah, he didn't just put slightly better; he put it <laughs> off the charts better. Well, his best putting performance ever. Yeah, well, oh it, was, God it God. was
2: it was some of the best statistics ever. <laughs> and uh, since, since since they started doing strokes gain back in two thousand and four, uh-huh. uh, he, he was uh, he set a record basically because he was best at strokes gain putting, a uh, proximity to the pin. Driving distance, and I think the other one was driving accuracy. Okay, and it's the first time anyone's ever had all ones. Yeah, you know that's just off the charts, uh, literally off.
3: I wonder just how much the extra bit of work he did with Michael Bonham was involved in that as well. We see Michael he came in a bit sharper, <clears> didn't he? His, his, his swing. He talked about new swing thought he had, trying to st- feel like he was a bit shorter, a bit more connected. Well, it just
2: shows you, you know, Michael has worked with Rory since he was a pup, ah. like, literally since uh, he was since he was no age. Nobody knows his swing better, and if something goes out, just even by, you know, we're talking a centimetre or whatever, something's different, Bannon will clearly spot it and go, okay, yeah, and then sort of boom, then he comes out, he gets a bit of free mind with
3: a button, and away away he goes. Couldn't have come at a better time.
2: Absolutely. However, I have to say that uh, a revelation this morning uh, hit the internet whenever... the uh, Nike posted the photograph of what clothes Rory will be wearing for the Masters. Oh,
3: well, the big news,
2: you mean? That, but the obviously big news, the big, the big news. news. And it has to be pointed out, going by what they posted, Rory could be a minger. No. Minger McElroy. You're joking. From Hollywood. Worn a pair of trousers twice. Looks like it. Looks the like The same it. pair of trousers. The three. same pair of trousers could potentially be worn twice. Two days in a row, Menger Hashtag
3: minger That's an absolute Disgusting Isn't it wild? But they got the colours wrong Did you see the thing Did you see the I wouldn't be in the script and worse right. I know that's more Your type of thing <coughs> so Clearly You like to look the good The
2: sartorial elegance <laughs> Of it Clearly But As uh, so you didn't see it No no. Well they've got them wearing Potentially Because this could be Just like the first draft I don't uh, know I don't right. know how this works But they've got them wearing pink And navy blue On Sunday right? It's not going to go well It's with not going to go well on the Thursday or Friday, or maybe it's but about, they have lovely khaki pants, beige pants, okay. as they call them, uh-huh. and like a light, creamy coloured top, right? right? Now, that works perfectly for
3: a green blazer. Oh, yes, exactly. So can I
2: suggest they swap it round, uh-huh. get the get the beige and the, and the cream for Sunday, because when he puts on the green blazer,
3: bingo. He's going to look the part. He's going to look the part. If you have green pink. and pink... pink.
2: You know, it's no. going to clash, it's not going to be
3: great. Funnily enough, I hadn't thought of that.
2: See, you've got to think of everything.
3: I can't believe Nagy hadn't thought of that. It's all that. the mind. I'm still trying to get over the McElroy as a minger. Minger McIlroy. Run well, on. Anyway, the PGA Tour has moved on to the Houston Open for the final event before the Masters. Porrick Harrington and Shane Laurie are in the field alongside Seamus Power and Paul Dunn. Dunner's tied 5th with Seamus Power in the PJ's Corrales Ponticana Resort and Club Championship at the Dominican Republic which is on at the same time as a Dale match play
2: that was very good result for the boys and timely as well just gives them a wee bit of yeah, well, impetus there because Seamus
3: missed a few he cuts he missed 4 cuts in a row yeah he's missed, he's missed a load of cuts Dunner's now. had made a quiet enough start to the season but um, he wasn't even in Houston Field, not top finish, got him, got in, him there. in there. Um, he was speaking to Brian Keough from Irish Golf Digest yep. uh, during the week, and he said really the Masters wasn't really on his agenda.
2: But if he gets a win, they'll take if, it. Imagine if he was to win the Houston <laughs> Open.
3: You know, he wouldn't turn it down, would you? No, no. sorry. No. But they're,
2: they're all in that, in that kettle of fish yeah. there. All the, you know, Seamus
3: and Sh- Porrig and, and Shane as well. They yeah, you know, we all need so a win.
2: They all need a win to get to the Masters. That's right. Uh, the Challenge Tour opener in Kenya was won by Lorenzo Gagli following a three hole playoff with Jens Farbring. Uh, Michael Hoy and Cormac Charvin tied for 18th on 6-under while Gary Hurley signed off with a 79
3: that saw him slide down the leaderboard to finish tied for 54th on 1-over. Yeah, and Stephanie Mendoff had a very encouraging performance at the opening event of the Symmetric Tour season. She finished 6th on 4-under par at Florida's National Charity Classic. Stephanie's next event is the I.O.A. Championship starting on April 6th. And ladies at Golf News, it's the opening major of the year this week. That's the ANA inspiration. So Yun Yu is the defending champion.
2: Get the best prices on every round of golf with Hot Deals Tea Times exclusively from Golf Now. Available at more than 1,600 golf clubs throughout the UK and Ireland. Hot Deals save you up to 80% on thousands of Tea Times daily. Find the flame and save every time you play with Hot Deals, only from Golf Now. If you're a regular listener, you will know that we have been keeping up to date with Neil O'Brien, who has been travelling the length and breadth of South Africa playing on the Sunshine Tour. Well, the good news is that Neil wrapped up his season by claiming the Bobby Locke Award as Rookie of the Year at the Tour Championship. And that was even after getting injured and being forced to withdraw after round one. Superman uh, He finished 43rd on the order of merit Securing a full card for next season And earning starts in four European tour Co-sanctioned events
3: And he's on the phone from somewhere around the world this evening
2: Good evening Neil, how are you? How's it going lad, you right.
3: We're 100% Neil, great to hear from you Obviously when you say around the world You're back in Dublin at this oh, stage Oh well,
2: it's just down the road then, that's alright yeah yeah
6: no i'm happy i'm back home now so uh it's great to get back for a couple of weeks I was away for about seven or eight um between being away in california and then going back down to south africa for the remainder of the sunshine tour so delighted to be back home for a couple of weeks and rest up uh hopefully take care of this injury and then to be back on the road again now uh in two or three weeks time
2: yeah we're just gonna say resting up and looking after the injury how is the injury
6: uh, it's getting better. Um, obviously, doing a lot of physio work and stretching and stuff like that. But uh, unfortunately, it was, it was a bit of a killer from there. Um, now you can always look and say that it, at least it didn't happen at the time when I was playing or when I was in contention. I'm um, playing nicely at a few of the events, but at the same time, it is a bit of a killer. But thank God, now it is getting better, and I'm, I'm hopeful enough to get back for for the start of the season. But um, we'll just have to wait and see. I haven't hit a ball since I've been home, which is grand. It'll, it'll keep herself happy, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm itching to get out.
2: <laughs> and as the and physio just said, rest is basically the best cure.
6: Yeah, rest and stretching. So um, it's basically in my lower right hand uh, side towards my hip and back. And, uh, but thank goodness now it's not a back injury. Um, it's just uh, my lower right hand side has been compensating for uh, weakness and tightness in uh, my front kind of right groin and my left glute, and um, so that's basically it when I went into straight spasm. So it was uh, it was crushing, really, to be honest, standing mm-hmm. on the range just before the first round.
3: Um, here, Neil, is that just uh, old age, really, or? <laughs>
6: <laughs> <laughs> it's a uh, you know what. Since since I've been home now, lads, I've been to the doctor twice. I need to get MRIs, MR amograms, I've been to the dentist, and it's even worse there. Uh, I just don't know. My body's falling apart. So oh, tell um, me about it. It really yeah. does feel like old age. Yeah. It really does feel like old age
3: now. Oh, and when you when you reflect on the season, Neil, how 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 do you what do you make of it? You know, to win the Rookie of the Year title is a brilliant thing, but sort of when you just talk about how you mm-hmm. played and what what do you make of the, of of your performances.
7: Yeah, I I played
6: you know what I because I had the same injury last year and it kind of it kind of impacted me a good bit. I was taken it happened last year down in Lusaka and I had to take a number of t- a number of weeks off before wentworth and obviously going in there I completely underprepared just from the from the injury and then over the course of the season I had to take a, a few breaks just as precaution for for this injury. But um when I got into a run of when I got into a run of starts uh, being on the Challenge Tour or the Sunshine Tour, I, I played nice golf. So um, I'm very happy, obviously, to win the Rookie of the Year. Um, it, it, it is a great achievement. You don't get to play for a lot of awards. You play for trophies every week, but you don't get to play for a lot of awards. So it's always nice being being rewarded for for a good play over the course of the season. Yeah.
2: And how many miles did you have to cover then with the in the in the car? With oh your, my <laughs>
6: god. <laughs> I, it, First it class flights this month. Oh, it was unbelievable now. i never complained about going to the court pro arm or Baddy <laughs> Liffman or whatever it is now. It, it just seems like a short skip now. But um comfortably was I know it was twelve hundred mile or twelve hundred K to Fancourt from the Eye of Africa, which was the Flippin PJ hell. championship, and obviously I finished. Uh, I finished the final round of the PGA Championship at about three o'clock. We'd rain delays and thunder delays, so um, so finished there. And I, then I obviously had the qualifier on the Tuesday morning on the Montague. Oh. So drove from the Sunday evening down. Um, <laughs> that was twelve hundred k, and then driving from there to Cape Town was a doddle. It was only about five hours, oh. but then back up. But then, back up was sixteen um, oh, I think it sixteen was, I can't remember how many k
3: oh.
6: i can't remember how many ks it was going back up, but it was it was comfortably four hours longer. was this in the so, same ca- uh, was just in the same car the same little washing machine that I drove <laughs> the whole time down there, so uh, was so I had this beeping noise on the, I'm sure you heard about yeah. the the one of the car doors um. I couldn't tell you, because uh, I stopped off with a couple of friends of mine in, a, in Hermanus, and one of them is quite handy, he's, a, he's an engineer. Uh-huh. So anyways, after driving all the way down to Fancourt with that noise, and then driving to Hermanus, stopping off before Cape Town, he, he kind of, he got all the sensors out of the car where it would, kind of, um, where this would be set off. <clears throat> so I was thinking, happy days, at least I want to have it for, have, you know, have it for Cape Town, but... We couldn't find it. We took everything apart. We took everything out that could have been plugged in or plugged there's the hidden squeak. And oh
3: it just beat at do non stop for the trip.
6: Yeah, the whole trip like so um so I mean and you're kinda you know, you're you were driving through, you know, bush, like you were driving yeah. through the middle of nowhere. Oh, so Brady. you could barely get a radio station as well. You know, only when you got near to a Podcast. bit of light you get a bit of radio.
2: Yeah, well, yeah, you, obviously had, Afrikaans. Yeah. you obviously had the podcast to and listen like, to so as much <laughs> as you want. Yeah, that's the thing. It's <laughs> Unfortunately, <laughs> no internet. Here, <laughs> yeah, no, I was just going to say, well, you know, whenever whenever the days of, of Touring Pro come to an end, you'll be able to get a job on Top Gear doing those uh, cross like Africa
6: cars. Isn't he cars? <laughs> I really want a, a, a lorry driver wouldn't be too bad now. I hear they employ old people, so I could probably apply for a job now, Love judging it. by my age. No, but, um, you've
3: got a bad back, there's no judging. <laughs> Well, finally Neil what's the plan for the rest of summer where are we going to see you
6: rest of the summer I'll be mixing it up between a little bit of sunshine tour the schedule hasn't been released for the summer yet um, and obviously then on the region I really enjoy playing on the region um, doing a few lessons as well love doing that being out with Donal as well out in O'Connor and um, playing a little bit of challenge tour so I'll get a few starts obviously it's great being on board with Team Ireland Um we, get, we all get a number of starts through the, through the Team Ireland scheme. So hopefully I get the two Irish events and then um, obviously get a couple abroad as well. So please God, I'll be playing a little bit on that. So it's a bit of a mix of everything, but it'll be very busy now um, and I'm looking forward to it, obviously. So uh, please God, now everything goes all right and I can stay fit.
2: Yeah, fingers crossed Well, good luck with the injury uh, Thanks for joining us uh, Down the road there in Dublin All the way from South Africa by road And uh, we'll talk to you again very soon
6: That's brilliant Thanks again, lad. Cheers, man All Great the best All the best you. Cheers,
2: bye-bye Cheers. Bye One of the premier bye-bye. challenge bye-bye. tour events of the year The NI Open Hosted by Modest Golf Returns to Galgon Castle From the 16th to the 19th of August Register now for your free tickets At niopen.golf
3: Right, quiz winner time. Quiz time,
2: quiz time, now, it's a quiz time.
3: In our last podcast, we asked a very simple question. Who was the last person to win back-to-back West of Ireland championship titles? Did we give enough clues? We kind of, might just have given it away a bit. The answer was Morris J, who was it? Rory McElroy. it wasn't Morris J, it was Rory McElroy. Who won it twice in 2005 and 2006. And the winner is Alan. Alan at... I Take Pick Chores well done Alan Alan follows us regularly on the podcast so I Take Pick Chores well done to you yeah, you have we'll, got yourself a uh, voucher for Golf Now mm-hmm. Tea Times we'll get in touch now qualifying for the Western Ireland Championship got underway today that's Wednesday at County Snigger GC the tournament proper which will have a couple of rounds of qualifying and then match play that begins on March the 30th so good luck to everybody good luck to Barry Anderson who came on last time defending yep. champion and before we finish this little segment yes do you remember our last winner the GP from Downpatrick,
2: I do. It, the, it was BP, the GP from DK. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. DP. DP, DP.
2: So I was, and you were convinced he that he
3: was the. Down Down
2: Patrick uh, GP doctor and his name was Brian somebody
3: no he's a lorry driver from Bangor close (laughs)
2: enough close (laughs) enough for jazz at clubstohire.com you can take all the hassle out of your golf travel and rent your clubs before you fly clubs to hire offer the very latest sets from just £32 per week including the brand new M4 clubs from Taylor Made. and clubs to hire have just opened three new locations in Australia that's 26 locations worldwide so wherever you're travelling to play golf choose the easy option and hire your Clubs at
3: how Amateur news please Mr Kelly Okay We're sort of Just getting the season Wound up here a bit more now Once the, the better weather started So Rathmore Grammar School Featuring Ciara Brennan And Olivia McChrystal Grabbed the Ulster School's Girls Championship Senior Cup title At Eden Moore Golf Club The Junior Cup crown Was collected by The Sullivan Upper trio Of Serena Stout Hannah Boyd And Zoe Miller My alma mater Oh, Go you, girls! Sullivan Upper? Go oh, girls! Oh, very good. Wallace Hayes, Catherine Murphy finished the day with a senior individual gross title and Rathmore and Sullivan Upper will represent Ulster in the All-Ireland finals at Milltown Golf Club on Monday the 23rd of April.
2: Bangor Grammar edged out Coleraine Grammar to win the Ulster section of the Irish Junior Schools Championship at Kirkeston. The Bangor trio of Jude Devlin, Max Carson and Lewis Gowdy will represent Ulster in the All-Ireland final. Meanwhile, the Ulster section of the Irish Senior Schools Championship has been won by Inst at the Hill. And Temple Patrick. Uh, The Inns team of Josh Robinson, David Carey, and Ben Connolly, Mark O'Dean, and Luke Kelly beat their Wallace opponents three and a half to one and a half.
3: Robin Dawson, Alex Gleason, Kaelin Rafferty, and Jonathan Yates have been selected by the GUA for the European Nations Cup of Soda Grande from April the 18th to 21st. Ireland were runners up last year, while Dawson was second in the individual event. Mark Parr, Tiernan McLarnock and Rona Malarney will join Dawson, Gleeson and Rafferty for the Lytham Trophy at Royal Lytham in St. Anne's from May the 4th to 6th.
2: And the GUI boys squad to play in the Peter McEvoy Trophy, 11th to 12th of April at the Copt Heath is John Brady, Charlie Denver, Alan Hill, David Kitt, Aaron Marshall and Luke O'Neill. The Irish boys beat France 11-9. Let's hope that's uh, a little sort of precursor for the <laughs> Europeans beating the Americans. Uh, at Terre Blanche, but lost the Cardigan Cup in Wales 12.5-7.5. Uh, there's a three-way tie at the top of the Bridgestone Boys International Order of Merit following those opening matches. Sleeve Russell's Oren Maguire, Mallow's Edward Walsh, and Connemara's Luke O'Neill lead the way with 25 points each. And uh, today, was it
3: today, was the first day of the Europro Q School? Yep. (coughs) Indeed, A lot of the boys are out there trying to make that transition from amateur to pro
2: We scribbled down a few of the scores after day one Uh, J.R. Galbraith tied 8th currently He played the Hags Castle course Mm -hmm. Uh, Colin Fairweather tied 14th on one over And on the Formby course, Stuart Grayen is out in front He's tied first place. Uh, Jack Hume is sixth, Kevin Phelan, 23rd, and Chris Selfridge tied 43 currently after day one of cusco but It's a long way to go. Good luck to all the guys. Andrew Morris Golf now offers 12 months interest free credit on everything bought online and in store. New golf clubs or that electric trolley you've been dreaming of for as little as £30 per month. Drive the extra mile to drive away happy. Check out andrewmorrisgolf.com for full terms and conditions. And Andrew Morris golf on the web and at
3: Laganview Golf Centre Lambeg. Now the Houston Open is on this week, but like most people, we're already looking ahead to next week's opening major of the year, the Masters.
2: Is that uh, next week?
3: Be oh, goodness, it not <laughs> come around quick. This year's Masters field will be the smallest in 21 years. That's just 87 players are going to be play- competing. So surely it's Rory's turn. And if you fancy we flutter, we've got some expert advice on the line now in the shape of Donald Hughes. Donald provides weekly tips on his website, golfcentraldaily.com, and also he writes for the Irish Golfer magazine, providing tips for them. So Donald. Evening Donal, how what are we doing? Are you well? Good. Very good, very good. Just in from Taxi and Kids Left, Right and Centre. Uh, oh no we're well, we're great up here. Thanks very much. So we're obviously on for some expert advice and to make a whole load of cash this week, so you're the man for us.
1: Well,
7: I'll tell you one thing. If you're looking to make loads of cash, the masters is not the tournament <laughs> to do it. <laughs>
2: because uh,
7: there's one thing you need around Augusta, it's experience. You do get guys like Dan Willis from time to time, 80 to ones, but when it comes down to it, experience is key in Augusta. And you know, generally when I look at an event, and I... And, I, I look at guys who can do well. They're, guys do pop up sixty to one and 80-1 to 1 that you think might come into a place, but very difficult at Augusta because the bookies are just so scared and the odds are so tight.
3: <laughs> well, they do say that it's the easiest to win, but is it the easiest to pick a winner at?
7: Well, no. No, no, no. Yeah. Certainly not because so much can happen. But that's why I always tip each way anyone who follows my tipping post. I try to give a spread of maybe five guys from tight odds to kind of long odds but I never really go below 10 to 1 Rory McIlroy's at 9 to 1 now to win the Masters and you'd really want to be a brave man to put money on Rory beforehand I'm always looking at guys around the 14 to 1 16 to 1 20 to 1 mark so that if they come in the top 4 or 5 you'll get a quarter of the odds and it, you, know, you really do have a much better chance statistically of making there money that way
2: okay. Just thinking about last time don't know, what were the odds on Willett whenever I was going into the last day?
7: Willis was eighty to one uh, when he won the Masters beforehand. I mean, if anyone picked Good him, race, they were sir. just, you know, absolutely genius. I, I certainly didn't see it, but you know how he, the way he held his nerve was just, was just, was just amazing to me. And that does happen from time to time. But I think this year, more than any, you have a glut of really top guys all coming into great form. So I think it's going to
2: be a big man that's going to win the green Jackets. I think you're right. Yeah, I think you're right. Well, what about an outsider then? If you had to pick an outsider, somebody, of the odds are up there a bit. Who would you be going for? Well, what do you mean by up there? <laughs>
3: well, um, an eighty to one would be lovely. Go on, give us an eighty to one winner, total. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, I'll tell you what. If you let me
7: give if you let me give you three guys around sixteen to one or twenty to one, I'll it. give you one crazy outsider. Then okay, far on. I'll give you three guys around the 16 to one mark. The first one is Justin Rose. That's a bit of a no-brainer, okay? Yeah, yeah.
2: They're
7: top 20s from 11 Masters. Well, the key thing about Rose is this. When he came second last year, he out Sergio 21 birdies to 14. Sergio 14 birdies and won the Masters. But he came tight second in 2015. He had 24 birdies. what Justin Rose... Doesn't do is he just doesn't manage the calamities that happen around the yeah. 72 holes <laughs> of the Masters as well as the others. Yeah. Now, if he handled the bad holes well this, where, this year and still plays his game, I think he should be there there about. Okay, the 60 to 1 for JR. That is Bobo Watson. Okay, nobody thinks Boba oh Watson is going to do See, anything. See, we were talking before.
2: about Bob earlier on, yeah. we were saying when he's on form, he's, he's so excited and there's a chance he just goes for everything.
7: Well, when I tell you, he's won it twice, okay? But he's, other than that, his Masters record is crap, right, okay? <laughs> but he comes in this year, lads, an absolutely different uh, man. And I'll tell you something. The Genesis Open, it's uncanny. Whoever does well at the Genesis Open uh, every year does well at the Masters. I mean, you look, it, it goes back years and years. Boba won there. He went to Mexico, drove a 360 yards on average. He went to Mexico... Uh, or he went to um, Austin, Rich beans country Austin Country Club yeah. last week, he had it left and right. Everything is in place. His timeline, his form line is exactly the same as when he won, his two uh, his two green jackets. Brilliant. He's daffed as a bush, But <laughs> <laughs> Anything could happen, including winning another green job oh, any, yeah.
2: ma- any man who owns any man who owns the actual original General Lee from the Dukes of Hazard is, is all right by me. What were the odds on on, on, on Blubber? Then what was he going for
7: sixteen to one? As sixteen well. to one as, one as well. Okay. On checker, lad, you, you get a big spread of odds, but in general, he's on sixteen to one. I see mean, one last guy at these kind of low odds. Yeah, Phil Nicholson, twenty to one.
3: Okay, Ooh, that's a good price. Now as I'm well. going to give
7: you a little quiz. Right, I'm going to give you five numbers. Yep. See how good your golf knowledge is, okay? Tell me what these numbers are in relation to Phil Mickelson. Are you ready? Yep. 110,
2: 110,
7: 111, 108, 109. What do those numbers represent?
2: First two days at the Masters.
7: <laughs> no, I'll tell you what. They are Phil Mickelson's putts per week for the last five weeks before he won in Mexico. His putting is off the charts, good. It's incredible. He's the best player on the PGA Tour when it comes to putting he's
6: never had
7: this consistency in his life and wow. he's going back to the Masters putting well so I think even though you know he really he really did well between 99 and 2010 and kind of tailed off since I think that he will have one more day in the sun and he won't get a better chance than the Masters it's coming right, yeah. at the perfect time
2: absolutely right 20 to 1. so finally then the top tip who's going to yeah. do the business
7: are you looking now okay well look okay. at. Um, a long odds guy, right? I'll give you a guy at eighty to one. soon as you mentioned, eighty <laughs> to one. Uh, and and you did say at the start that's a very small field. And yep. you know several guys can be counted out further, But look, I was scanning down through the odds and I spotted this guy, in eighty to one, Patrick Cantley, hugely oh. decorated amateur. Yeah. really had a go for the win at Riviera. That's very right. Very well. Uh, he's got great. He's, the odds are super. Okay, yeah. okay, the odds are a function of the fact that he only played one Masters in yeah. twenty twelve he not got experience around it. But he is a good player and I think he could have a good week. He could be one of those guys that he'd be really rooting for come Sunday and he'd be a bit worried about him going out near the final group. Absolutely, <laughs> so absolutely. He's the
2: one Is a good long rod glory. So maybe a tenner on the nose for a for a long shot. I think
3: I think. <laughs> well, I know. How long have you got
7: well played in that podcast?
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Cantley, Paul McGinley thinks very highly of Cantley, doesn't he?
7: I think everybody kind of, you know, thinks highly of who hard game, but it's like, it's like, these guys, Matt Fitzpatrick, etc., kind of included in the same yeah, kind of um, category. They're super young golfers, and then they just need time to kind of figure out this kind of week in, week out stuff on tour, and then eventually they come into their own. And I, I mean, he's kind of, he's kind of in that black.
3: Right, Donald. We're going to ask you to put your house on it now. The final one. The man is going to do the business. Who is it? Who's going to win the Masters twenty oh. eighteen?
7: Well, of the three guys I gave you, I have to say that I think I think Bob Watson is going to do it again. I know it sounds oh. crazy. I don't believe. I can't believe I'm saying this. <laughs> But I think Bob Watson can do it at sixteen to one.
2: See, Brilliant. I, I, I can I'm not allowed. It's actually in the club rules at Hollywood <laughs> that I'm not allowed to back anybody else,
3: uh, but Rory back <laughs> Rory. So I'm uh, going to
2: stick with Rory. I'm afraid. I just think he's he's you know he's, he he's, he wants it. We know he wants it. He's he can do it. He's coming into form. I'm going to stick with Rory.
3: So. Well, you see, I know,
7: look, look, I know, I know, I know, I know exactly what he's unbackable pre-tournament. I mean, to to me, I'm always looking for each way, but Rory. Of course whether he's playing good or bad, all those top tens, he's got his putting back. Can he put on Ben Grass? Will he have the confidence? If he can, he has the game. Because you're absolutely
2: right, he could well in the green jacket.
5: Brilliant. Donald,
2: thank you so much for your That's time. Brilliant thank Donald. you for your you. insight. Unbelievable. Right. And uh good luck with whatever bets you're doing at the Masters you're not telling us about.
7: I never <laughs> bet since I started doing these tips <laughs> posts. I make way more money.
2: You can lose all my money. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, Donald. All the best. Thanks Next very night. much. Bye bye. Bye-bye. Pleasure. Andrew Morris Thank you. Golf now offers 12 months interest-free credit on everything bought online and in-store. New golf clubs or that electric trolley you've been dreaming of for as little as £30 per month. Drive the extra mile to drive away happy. Check out andrewmorrisgolf.com for full terms and conditions. Andrew Morris Golf on the web and at Laganview Golf Centre Lambeg. And that is it For the NI Golf Podcast Episode
3: 44
2: Morris What were you going to say?
3: Did you notice that Nobody mentioned Tiger Woods there For the Masters? Who? Hey. Exactly uh, so thank you for listening. Uh, we'll be back in a
2: couple of weeks. T- here, what I forgot, actually. A couple of things uh, were on the agenda that we forgot to mention. We forgot to mention closest to the pin and best back nine at our glass oh in the recent God. Ulster Press Golf Society outing. Who, who would have that, won that? Who wonder, would have that have been yeah. now in a Force 4 gale? It was windy, wasn't it? It was very windy. Down the tenth at our glass, six feet... That's a good shot Into that wind That's not a bad Four hour Did you hit the driver? That was a four hour
3: (laughs) (laughs) By the the way What do you make Of the new bunkers At Hart Gloss?
2: Lovely Now luckily I wasn't in any because they're out to play. <laughs> because they're out to play, exactly. But uh, they look lovely, and you can see—is it's going
3: to be some test every it? hole now? From uh, you can see see the water from every hole. That's it, and that driving range is stunning looking. Up Looks there. great. Looks it's fantastic. Really brilliant. We're uh,
2: and the other thing was that uh, Hollywood. Speaking of Hollywood, as we were a minute ago, Hollywood officially started the work on their uh, new big build. It's going oh, to—it's yeah. going to take, I would say, probably the guts of a year anyway. Yeah. But this is the Rory Foundation and the Rory McIlroy backed uh, gym and golf academy and all. All the changes at Hollywood. So the the machines rolled in just yesterday. Um So it's, it's they're starting there. It's, it's going to be exciting times there as well. Oh, it's pretty good. So anything else, anything? I'm all, we're off to the K Club. Are you
3: going to the K? Club? No, unfortunately, I'm not going to the K Club. I'm oh. sticking closer to home.
2: Armagh, oh. Armagh, uh, Ar-ma. stuck in Armagh, stuck in Armagh. So uh, yeah, we're heading down to the K Club on Masters Sunday. We'll be there oh, that'll for be the final day. It's going to be. When, by
3: the way, I think Justin Rose is going to win it.
2: Do you? I do Are you going to put your money Where your mouth is? I actually
3: I may put some money On Justin Rose I really do I think His performance last year Was superb And you know what I just like the way He goes about his business So it's funny
2: That nobody That Donald Didn't mention Sergio as well
3: Interesting You know Just Maybe going back Being a defending champion There's an awful lot Of pressure on you The second time round I know But Little
2: Azalea Is now there And he'd Mm -hmm. want to do it For Little Azalea (laughs) You know what I mean? That's don't, don't under don't
3: Don't, don't underestimate don't, the power underestimate of fatherhood. The, exactly, yeah. exactly. Alright. So is that we will be all wrapped? That's it. I suppose the only thing to say is the clocks have gone forward. Get yourself out and start playing some golf. Right. The clubs have been in the cupboard for too long. They're
2: rusting. We'll see you next time, everybody. Thanks for listening. See woo. Shaking head head. Shaking head. <laughs> Seaward, shaking head. See woo. Shaking head head. Shaking that ass Shaking that ass I see you baby sea Shaking words. that ass See woo Shaking words. that ass See woo Shaking words. that ass All right don't touch me, <laughs> don't touch me.